0: Hey, it's Midweek Tune-Up, February 17th. Friends. There's nothing like a good friend, and nothing hurts quite so much as a friend's betrayal. Now, I'm not speaking about when a friend helps us become better by gently, lovingly holding up a mirror so that we see ourselves more clearly. That's... Healthy accountability, it's an essential part of good friendships. Betrayal is different. It is to know that your friend understands you, is committed to standing with you, but then he or she turns away at a critical moment. Jesus had friends. He was a man, human. Jesus' closest friends walked with him to Jerusalem, Now, his face was set, theirs not quite so much. Jesus was resolved to obey his father. His 12 disciples were still trying to figure out true obedience. They wanted to follow, but they all faltered at various moments. Peter even denied Jesus, for which he was later forgiven and reinstated. But Jesus' friend Judas turned on Jesus, literally sold him out. His is the most tragic face we see around Jesus on his way to the cross. Through 2,000 years since, some have been gentle with Judas, calling him a careless, misguided hero. (laughs) Most have labeled him as a cold-hearted rat. Jesus' word, God's word, is clear about Judas, and God tells us much about human nature as we examine Judas. One thing about Judas is that he was human. That's obvious, I realize. But it's important to state because many have made him something different. A great preacher of the last century once said that Judas was, quote, a devil incarnate created in history for the nefarious work that was hell's work. Well, if Judas was a demon then he can claim, as the late comedian Flip Wilson's character, Geraldine, used to claim, the devil made me do it. But Judas was a man. He was born in sin, given to sin, struggling daily to live for more than sin, but still human. As we do, he bore responsibility for his actions to say otherwise, shifts the blame for this betrayal onto his creator. And God was not responsible. A second thing we see about Judas is that he was not born to be a traitor. He became this. He turned to evil in the way Star Wars portrays Darth Vader, turning more and more to the dark side. Luke 6.16 says as much Judas Iscariot who became a traitor. And John 670 chimes in on this. As Jesus says of Judas Iscariot, Jesus answered them, Did I not choose you, the twelve, and yet one of you is a devil? Well, wait a minute. The Greek word devil can be translated just as well devilish. Really, what Jesus was doing here was correcting Judas's straying thoughts just as Jesus corrected Simon Peter when he told Peter, get behind me, Satan. Judas was a friend who turned on his friend by letting his mind focus on evil things, not on Jesus. Judas was not a devil made to betray Jesus. He was a human who gave sin lordship in his life which means that we cannot excuse Judas Iscariot as merely a misguided man. We can't excuse Judas because the Bible doesn't. The four evangelists, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all describe Judas as a deliberately treacherous man. Even Jesus, who we know always sees the best possibilities in a person, made no excuse For Judas. Why did Judas betray? I can't fully explain it. No student of the Bible ever can. But this much we can say when Jesus set his face to follow God even to the cross, Judas set his face in other directions a first step, then another, and then another. His life was not predetermined by God. Judas did not have to betray Jesus. Judas chose to turn away. Finally, what happened to Judas? Well, Simon Peter says gently in Acts 1.25 that Judas turned aside from apostleship and gospel ministry to go to his own place. The place we focus on matters a lot. Jesus says something more profound about Judas. Speaking to His Father in His priestly prayer in John 17, 12, Jesus says of His 12 disciples, His friends, and not one of them has been lost except the Son of Destruction. There could be no worse words to hear. Scripture was fulfilled, of course. But God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit was betrayed. And it should break our hearts and challenge us to keep our faces focused on Jesus. That's why He sent His Son to die for us, so He could call us His friends. Will we be His friends? For sure, we'll stumble like Peter, sin boldly like Paul. But as we set our faces steadfastly on Jesus, we'll always see that He has kept us for his father God loves you and so do I